Hello and welcome to another episode of the Aligned Performance Podcast, the podcast that goes beyond the day-to-day to help you pivot and build your dream personal business of impact so that you can create your most aligned life of purpose and potential. My name is Trang, your host for the show, and today I'm I'm excited to be sharing with you something that I just came up with this morning. <laughs> I literally got inspired to record this episode this morning. Uh, as you can tell, like I do plan out what I talk about, but sometimes I just get bursts of inspiration. And where this came from today is I was listening to a podcast this morning. And in this podcast, they were talking about Warren Buffett and how he has spoken before on you know, how his success today has come down to five or six decisions that he keeps making or he's made in the past. And that got me thinking and I was like, oh, I wonder if I applied that to my own situation, what are the decisions that I have made that have gotten me here? And as I reflected on my run this morning, I landed on six decisions that I keep making. Like, six themes of decisions and therefore actions that are on repeat. And these decisions are not really a surprise to me because these themes are what I share with my clients, is what I teach my clients. So there's absolutely a pattern here and they keep coming up. And I was like, I need to share this in today's episode. Like I want to make this recording and put it out there because it's no groundbreaking formula. Like it's not any secret. It's it's these themes that are constantly on repeat, that are consistently applied to achieve, you know, our goals and our success. So I, I really want to share this with you today. Uh, and I want to share with you, you know, where I am today does come down to six decisions that I keep making. So let's get into it. The first decision that I keep making is I keep saying yes. I am a big yes person if you haven't already realized. Like if you have been following me for a while, you'll know that I I do create a life that constantly appears to be changing and evolving. But that's because I am listening to myself and I am saying yes. Like I say yes when I feel the call to do something. I say yes when I acknowledge that I have a desire or a need or that I have a particular um, interest or, you know, when something, uh, yeah, when something fascinates me, then I'm going to try it. I say yes. And when I look back, like where I've gotten to today is simply the accumulation of so many yeses over my lifetime. And, and yes is really important because every time we say yes, then we call in something new, something bigger. In contrast, when we say no, which is very easy to say no, because every time we say no, then there is no change. There is no risk and it's a comfortable place to stay in. It's easy to say no. But every time we say no, then we invite in more stagnancy. We ingrain our current identity even deeper. And then before we know it, we we look at our life situation and we're like, how did I get here? Like, I'm not 
completely satisfied with who I've become and where I'm at and how am I still here after five years, after 10 years, look back and I'm like, have I really come that far? And that is because no creates stagnancy. So yes, yes invites in newness. It invites in growth. And I've said yes so many times. I think back when I first finished school and I started my uni degree um, for physiotherapy, I said yes to my first uh, different and new pathway. And that was to do a personal training TAFE course. Like I had only just been going to the gym for a couple of months, but I enjoyed it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to apply to become a personal trainer. I'm going to go to TAFE. And it just didn't necessarily make sense or it wasn't necessary because I was already going to uni for a professional uh, career. But I was like, you know what? I I want to try this. I just want to I just want to put myself out there and explore this. So I did that. And then that obviously led to me starting out my own personal training business when I, whilst I was still in uni. And this was all accidental because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have any background or knowledge uh, in business. So all I did was I started an Instagram account. I started an Instagram, Instagram account to... Uh, share my ideas, to share inspiration, to share my own training progress. And then that Instagram account led to my first um, inquiry for training. You know, someone messaged me on Instagram and they were like, oh, I'm looking for training. I can see that, you know, I'm based in your local area. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't feel like I am ready for this yet. But she's asking me, she resonates with what I'm talking about. And she wants, she, she wants more from me. So I'm not going to say no, I'm going to say yes. And then that led to, you know, my, like my second client, my third client that led to my first official business. And it all, it all just snowballed from there. Just one yes after another. And, you know, I'm continuing to say yes to new things that continue to to scare me, you know, from my first online course to my first retreat to my first you know, keynote speaking gig. It's going to be yes, 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 because that is only going to be, it's only going to create one thing, which is progress. Now, the second decision that I continue to make that has led me to where I am today, it actually contradicts the first, but I have to put this in here because this is just as important to be aware of and to participate in. And that is, I also say no a lot. I say yes, but I also say no. Now, I want to preface this with the order of my decisions. I always say yes first. Like that is primarily the reason why I am here today. But because I say yes so much, I've also got to develop the skill and the awareness to say no as well. Otherwise, I'm going to start saying yes to too many things. I'll go too far down that uh, spectrum of saying yes to everything that it starts to spread me too thin, starts to distract me, starts to actually take away my focus from what is most important. So saying no is important, but secondary, in my opinion, to saying yes, especially when you are starting out in your journey and you're working towards your goals. And when I think about what I've said no to over my time, something that comes to mind is I went through a phase where I said no so much to excessive 
socializing and partying. And yeah, I'll admit, I did take it to quite an extreme. There were a couple of years um, in my early 20s where I was so far into the hustle mentality that I pretty much lost all of my friends. And I lost a complete social life for a couple of years. So I wouldn't recommend taking it that far. But to some degree, saying no to distractions such as excessive socializing or um, partying or even just other hobbies for a period of time, if you have a particular focus and a particular outcome that you want to achieve and you're pursuing it relentlessly, like that is important. And for me, yes, I took it too far to the extreme, but it absolutely set me up to be where I am today. And something else that I said no to was saying no to continuing relationships or friendships that were no longer serving me or them. Like I have some incredible lifelong friends, but I've also got friends from high school or uni who I have intentionally, intentionally honored by not continuing the relationship or the friendship just for the sake of it, just for old time's sake. And I have consciously maybe had that conversation or allowed entropy and time to take its course and for us to go our separate ways and to grow apart. So saying no to maintaining friendships or relationships or anything out of habit rather than intention. Also saying no to holding on to my physio degree and my physio profession when I knew that that is no longer what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Like that was a tough decision. When I pivoted, when I rebranded and I started doing mentoring and like mindset and life coaching, at some point I was still doing physio and I was gradually transitioning, but at some point I needed to say, no, this is it. I am no longer taking on any new patients. I need to create space and time and energy and mental capacity to go all in on this new direction that I want to take. And yeah, when I finally cut off that branch of my identity and my profession, then I could pour so much more into what I really wanted to do and where I wanted to go and allow that to take off. So saying no has been so resourceful and valuable for me. Now, the third decision that I keep making is the decision to only take advice from people who I am inspired by because they are the embodiment and they are representative of who I want to become or where I want to go. So let me give you an example. Um, I have taken so much advice from my mentors over the years. My mentors who are already running businesses that I dream of running, right? Like whether it's like, you know, six, seven figure businesses, you know, they're, they're running a business full time whilst I wasn't yet doing that. Um, like my current mentors who are international keynote speakers, uh, taking advice from them because they are exactly uh, they're doing exactly what I want to do. And also they are the person I want to become. They embody beliefs and values and compassion and love and all of those things that I want to be. I don't want to become this cutthroat, heartless, 
you know, world-class mentor and speaker, like, or, or businesswoman, that's not who I want to become. So I'm not going to take advice from people who are successful, but aren't representing the person I want to become. I am only wanting to take advice from people who have achieved what I want to achieve, as well as they are uh, embodying the values that I want to embody. And I've taken so much advice from those people. And then also strictly not taken advice from people who I would otherwise love, (laughs) people who I would otherwise respect and are very close to me but aren't necessarily inspiring me in the way that I want to uh, become and to achieve in the realm of business. And who I'm talking about here are friends and family. Friends and family, they're the closest people to us. They want the best for us. But at the same time, they are so invested and they, they, they're invested in who we are now. They know us as who we are now. And when we undergo rapid change and growth and development, then that actually does subconsciously scare them because they don't want to lose us. And especially our parents, our parents only want us, only want to see us do well. And if we are starting a business, which is inherently a bit risky and it's not as stable, then they're going to try and steer us into the path of more security, of, you know, certainty so that. They so that we can succeed and and do well in their eyes. But that's the thing, you know, that can hold us back from realizing our dreams and achieving extraordinary things. And I respect my friends and family in so many ways. I listen to them in so many ways, but I do not take advice from them in the realm of business because none of them are in business. None of them have walked the path that I want to walk. So they're only going to be projecting fears and limiting beliefs that are going to hold me back. So making the decision to still love them, to still listen and not, and not, you know, cut them off and disrespect them and, and argue with them, but to create space between listening to what they're saying and then taking it on as a belief or taking it taking it on to influence my decision-making. I make the decision to only take advice from people who've done it before. They are evidence that it is possible. So then I want to think like that and I want to be like that. Now, decision number four of what I keep, um, what I keep making, that doesn't make sense. Decision number four that I keep making <laughs> is simply not stopping. Simply not stopping. I actually would consider myself a relatively slow learner. And this is relative, right? Because some people would look at me and be like, wow, you've made moves really fast. And I acknowledge that. And I thank you for that observation. Um, But yeah, compared to others, I am a relatively slow learner. I haven't necessarily made moves as quick as some other people have. But what I have decided to do and what I have done is I've just kept going. No matter how slow I've moved, I've just kept going. I've kept showing up and I have not stopped. And you all know the the story of the turtle that won the race, right? Because he was slow and steady. And And that is it. Like we have a whole lifetime to achieve what we want to achieve. We just need to not stop. 
It's not about who, who goes the fastest. It's about who doesn't stop. So some moments that I think of that I have not stopped is after my very first in-person workshop back in 2016. I've shared this story before, but if you haven't heard it, I ran this workshop and I had like dozens of people sign up to come to this workshop. But on the day, it was raining, it was wet, it was cold. And at 2 p.m. when the workshop was meant to start, I was standing on the stage or at the front of the, the workshop setup facing an empty room. No one had rocked up. Now, five minutes later, my parents came because they were there to support me and then two other people who rolled in late. So essentially, other than my parents, two people came to my first workshop. And yeah, that was totally a hit, a punch in the gut. <laughs> like, yeah, I really felt the effect of that. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing. I feel so um, you know, ashamed. I never want to do that again. I never want to look that silly ever again. And sure, there was a period of time, I think it was a few months where I was like, I'm not doing this again. I'm not running another workshop. But lo and behold, I think it was about nine months later, I ran my next workshop. I decided to do it. I decided to give it another go and I ran my second workshop. This time there were eight people. So it was actually a genuine size. And the same things happened. I've launched online courses that no one has signed up for. I have offered free masterclasses and when I've opened up the Zoom link, no one has actually come and it didn't even go ahead because no one came. I just have not stopped despite all of these setbacks, all of these punches in the gut. And I think another thing as well, like is throughout this journey of ups and downs, especially when I transitioned to working for myself full time, there were moments where I was struggling. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to make it to the next month of all of my expenses because my expenses were surpassing my revenue. There were times where, you know, there were tough times. But something else is that I didn't stop because I didn't fall back onto a plan B. I didn't I didn't turn my focus elsewhere and leak my energy into other distractions or other um, pathways that would slow me down. I, I never had a plan B. I never even thought to get a part-time job such as working in a cafe in order to just make enough money to get through to the next month. Instead, I utilize that time and energy to double down on what it is that I want to do, to launch my next thing, to um, improve my marketing, to improve my sales, to improve my messaging, to get more clients and to continue growing my business and to create continue creating impact. I never stopped and I'm continuing not to stop. Decision number five that I keep making Something that I keep choosing to do is investing in myself. Over the last six or seven years, I have constantly invested in myself. And in fact, I actually did the math the other day and I do want to share this with you, not as a flex or anything. In fact, it's not even a flex. It's more evidence of what it takes for us to go places, what it takes for us to 
stand out and be unique and valuable and to make it in today's world where there is a lot of noise and there's a lot of competition. Over the last six or so years, I've invested over $80,000 in my own development. So that might be doing courses, that might be buying books, that might be investing in mentors to work with me one-on-one to overcome my own shit, <laughs> overcome my own inner beliefs, in limited belief systems, overcome my own blockages, to learn business strategies, all of those things. And I'm saying this isn't a flex because over six, seven years, we've all spent $80,000, like we've just chosen to invest $80,000 in different things. Like for some people, it might be traveling, it might be in a house. But then for me, I've chosen to direct that money towards my own development. And given that I am my business and my entire life is a reflection of who I am and the skills that I have and the knowledge that I have, it's a pretty worthwhile investment, I would say. And I really believe that because if I had not worked with the mentors that I have over the years, I can pinpoint exactly where I would have given up and at what point I would have fallen off the wagon and not jumped back on. Like I can pinpoint it by working with my very first mentor. I started my first business and I wouldn't have done that without him. By working with him, I ran my first workshop. I remember I I was so scared and I wasn't sure, but he empowered me and he supported me to, to run my first workshop. He supported me to launch my very first online course. He encouraged me to rebrand my business the first time around so that I could have a more uh, aligned and true business that would grow and not just, and not become stagnant and fizzle away because it's, it's, um, you know, not an aligned business. Without going to the retreat that I did all those years ago, I wouldn't have ended my quarter life crisis then. And I might still be in a quarter life crisis now. Like who knows? Through working with my mentors in group programs, I've been so inspired by the other attendees and other business owners and other women. I was inspired and empowered to raise my prices and then to in a short amount of time, double the revenue that I was making. And I so believe in this. And I know this might sound biased because I am a mentor and I acknowledge that, but I I do it. Like I believe in it and I do it myself. Because I do believe that there is a difference between reading about something and being inspired by general videos and Instagram motivational quotes, there's a difference between reading about it and living it. There's a difference between each week, like having someone or something hold us accountable and drive us to be the best version of ourselves and have someone to walk by our side along our journey who knows us almost better than we do, who can can reflect to us things that we might not even realize and push us to do these things. There's a difference between just reading general advice and investing in our own development on our own journey. I really see that and I really do believe that. Now, the last decision that I keep making, and this is one that I want to finish on because this is key. This is so important. Trust. I continue to decide to trust in myself 
to trust in my journey and trust that even though I may not be able to see my results and my future success yet, I trust that it will come. It has to. It can't not come if I am showing up each day and I'm putting in the work. It can't not come if I am continuing to learn from my failures and I am improving the way that I do things. It can't not come when I'm continuing to improve my own knowledge and skills and I'm showing up and getting experience. Like the success can't not come. So I trust that it is there, it will come. And I trust that even though I may have been at the very beginning of my journey, like this is how I felt. I remember giving myself this pep talk when I first rebranded a few years ago and I felt like I was starting all over again. I was like, you know what? It's okay. You're just at chapter one of your memoir. You're at that shitty part of the memoir where you know, your whole life has fallen apart and you're going through the dark times. You're just living that out in live time. But then that's chapter one before chapter two and chapter three comes where things start to fall into place. And I just told myself that and I'm like, that's what's got to happen. Like no hero or no success story comes without the beginner stages. No expert can become an expert without first being a beginner. So I had to trust that, yeah, like this is part of the journey. This is good that I am here. Even though I'd like to already be there and achieving this, it is fine that I am here now. I trust when I'm driving that even if I don't look down at my feet, I trust that the accelerator is there and I trust that the brake is there. Even though I don't look down, I trust that the indicator is there and the handbrake is there. And I don't have to look and I can't see it, but I trust that it is there. And that is exactly what I want to share with you as a decision that you have to make every single day in order to trust the process, in order to keep showing up and to do what you need to do consistently in order to actualize your dreams. And yeah, sure, during challenging times, oh my gosh, does it suck? Do I sometimes question myself? Do I like fear that there's going to be consequences if because uh, of this failure or, you know, there is fear and, and there, is, uh, there is pain. But at, that's at the surface level, you know, when we're looking at the ocean, at the surface level, there's a lot of waves, there, there's a lot of uh, churning of the water. Right At the surface level, there can be that storm. But when you go deep enough in the ocean, when you go deep enough, it's still. It's peaceful. It's calm. And that is how I see myself. Sure, day to day, there's going to be fires that I've got to put out. There can be up and down emotions. But deep down, I have this deep sense of trust and I know that in the end, it's going to be okay. In the end, I still have a roof overhead, my head. I still have people who love me. I'm still me and I still get to live this beautiful life. So those are the six decisions that I keep making. Number one, I keep saying yes. Number two, I also say no. Number three, I only take advice from people who I'm inspired by because they are are representative of who I want to become and where I want to go. Number four, I make the decision to just keep going. 
Do not stop. Number five, I continue to invest in myself. And number six, I choose to trust. So with that said, I trust that this episode has been helpful for you. I know that sometimes even without sharing practical like information in an episode, but instead just sharing my stories and, and illuminating, you know, what happens behind the scenes and being transparent about it, that can be super helpful. That can shift, you know, your levels of inspiration. That can give you permission to have this messy and imperfect journey. So I trust that all these stories have helped you today. And I would be really interested to hear which one is most relevant to you. Which one are you going to take on board and start to implement? Which decision do you need to um, lean into the most? Please let me know. Send me a message on Instagram or send me an email. Like I would love to open up the door for connection and conversation. All right, fam, just before we wrap up, I do want to mention the A-Tribe is now open. Doors to this ongoing tribe of women who know they are made for more. This ongoing tribe of elevation, of support, of guidance and accountability via a membership. A membership of one time a month. We get together for a live group call. We have the group chat each week where you can have access to me for support for any questions you might have. And this is going to be a little family where you can invest in yourself and surround yourself with people who will elevate you and to get you closer towards where you want to go. And the A-Tribe, all of this, like the live group call each month, plus the weekly group chat and the access, as well as access to all previous masterclasses, access to early bird um, special specials for Power Your Potential and Life of Legacy. All of that is just for 97 Australian each month. That's all it is. So if you are interested in that, click the link in the podcast description, in the podcast show notes, get in touch with me, and then I will get you in. We begin in the next month. All right, fam, I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and I will catch you in the next episode. See you later.